Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. This week on Jordan and Jake. Christian McCaffrey is now in the 99 club, which is like the highest rating you can get. You remember Coach Fox would always say, listen, you have to break down your body. He said, I know when I'm going to get to that certain point when I can start to back off of you. And I think there's something to be said for that coming from a quarterback who gets hit. Never. (laughs) Here are your Panther Hall of Honor members, Jordan Gross and Jake DeLome. Well, hey, Panther World, welcome to another edition of Jordan and Jake, your Friday podcast with your friends, Jordan Gross and Jake DeLome. I'm Jordan from my world headquarters in Fruitland, Idaho, and Jake DeLome's on the other end in Louisiana chasing horses. Uh, Jake, how's your uh, November treating you? We're getting close to Thanksgiving. I know it's your favorite holiday. What's life like for you right now? Uh, life is great. You're right about the favorite holiday. Life is busy. Uh, we're heavy into basketball season. It just started this past week. So I'm the assistant coach of the seventh and eighth grade girls basketball team at St. Genevieve Middle School with the Cardinals, in case you're wondering. And we and the oldest Lauren is a junior at Turlings Catholic. So we're hot and heavy basketball every night. But it's uh, it's absolutely wonderful. Why are you the assistant? Shouldn't you be head coach material? With well, all your... okay. I've been the head coach for six years in a row. That's I what did I my thought. Oldest. Yes. Well, they had a young guy. I say young. He's 28. And he was the AD of the middle school. The kids loved him. I loved him. Great guy. And then he actually got into the private sector. Maybe just wanted to pro- probably make a little bit more money. And he misses it dearly. And he has time to coach. So I said, dude, why don't you coach and let me help you assist? Because he misses it. He knows all those kids. So that's kind of why we did it. And uh, it's working out great. There's two of us. That's 14 seventh and eighth grade girls. And I don't know if you know this. Uh, the, int- the attention span of a seventh and eighth grade junior high girl is um, it's not great. And I coach, it helps having I coach- two of us. I coach middle school boys, and the girls have got to have a longer attention span than middle school boys basketball because it's horrible, Jake. I got I have a ball. I have like a mesh bag of 
um, dodgeball balls like at the side of practice. And when I can tell I've lost them, I'll just break for a 10 minute session of dodgeball so they can just chuck balls at each other. Cause like that's what the middle school male brain needs from time to time, I think. Well, I would, I would willing, I'd be willing to bet you that the attention span for boys are greater than these girls. <laughs> and I had a practice two days ago. I caught myself telling the girls because the the seventh grade boys practiced before us and they finished at four thirty and we started after. Well, the boys were running suicides after, and when they would come back to the end line to touch the line, you know, to go back, like let's say to the uh, half court, they would all act like they were slipping, and the girls were all laughing. Well, I caught myself being old, crusty grandpa right after telling the girls before we started practice, hey, okay, you saw what those boys were doing? Y'all thought that was funny and y'all were laughing? Well, it wasn't, okay? It was not funny. <laughs> I, don't, I, think, I think it was, and I said the word. I said, I think it was stupid. They got nothing out of it because they weren't trying to get better. They were being silly. And the little girls looked at me with big eyes, and I was like, my gosh, I sound like an old curmudgeon you do so. sound all but what you're losing sight of is they did get out of it what they wanted they made the girls laugh jake Come oh on. they did they did that's yeah, way so. more important than suicides but speaking of kids and games madden as you know has been around forever the all popular nfl game then now like the your rate when we play back when we played your rating was like it, it was important, but you didn't really even know what it was too much. You know, you just kind of thought it was cool. Now the ratings are super important, Jake. And as you probably heard, Christian McCaffrey is now in the 99 club, which is like the highest rating you can get. Did you see this? I did see that. And I'm ashamed to say I've never played Madden in my life. Have you ever played it? Oh, yeah. I, I was big into Madden when I was younger. I didn't play – I got back into it a little bit when my son Teddy, he's played it some, so I'll play it a little bit, but not like well, these guys. I, listen, I saw the little clip the Panthers put out yesterday of him receiving it on the field, and I was in amazement at watching the other players marvel at that. They thought it was the coolest thing. And, you know, Christian, he's very shy. He's very, not shy, but humble. And But I wasn't looking at the 99 plaque. I was looking at his biceps, and I was like, this guy is ripped. It's crazy. And you wonder why we can ride him uh, every game for as many carries and touches. It's unbelievable how, how well he keeps himself in shape. Well, and they said he's the youngest 99 club member at 23. He's only 23, Jake. Gosh. That's like a – that's darn near an invincible body at 23. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, no, no – but he carries himself much older. It's like Luke all over again, but – I'm going to look up for next week. I'm going to look up because we're not doing, we're doing this, you know, and I don't have this ready, but I'll find out what our ratings were through the years and we can discuss. Okay. That'll be, I have a, I have a feeling yours was probably higher than mine ever was. You think? Well, I don't know. I'm, I'm anxious to see, but do me a favor. My ego is so fragile right now and just in, in general. <laughs> If I have a low number, just make something up. If you don't, mind. I'll make it up. You know what? Jake? Okay. It just didn't. It didn't say what your uh, rating was. I'm sorry. Oh, it wasn't on there. All right, I'll do that. Yeah. Perfect. Uh, Panthers, you called the game in Atlanta. It wasn't wonderful. What What happened? What'd you see? Well, very simple. Uh, listen, we said it last week. Preparing for this game, when I watched the Saints play against the Falcons uh, the week prior, the Saints looked like the one and seven football team. So I just figured Saints coming off a bye, 
whatever, or whatever it was. They, they just it wasn't their day. They they thought they were going to cakewalk Atlanta, but the vision game. You know how scary they were. And then before the game, I kind of went down on the field. I like to if I if I have time, kind of watch the other team warm up. Well, I start talking to the two quarterbacks, Matt Schaub and Matt Ryan. Know them through the years. And I remember telling Matt Ryan, I was like, buddy, I said, I'm watching the film last week. Y'all made the Saints look like the one in 17. And Matt Ryan put his finger in my chest and he said, Jake, I'm telling you, we're a good football team. And he used the word damn. I will say that. I don't know if we can say okay. that on podcasts, but yeah, I'm you, crazy. Say that. I'm, I'm, I'm crazy sometimes. I just say things. And so <laughs> he just said, we're a damn good football team. We were just young. We have to change a few things. And these guys are buying in. So that kind of stuck with me. And then they win the coin toss and they elected to receive. And that was my mindset. They, they're they trying to go pedal to the metal and they're going to try to get the lead on us and then kind of play keep away. And that's exactly what happened. They got a three-point lead and then we had some turnovers issues. And defense did a great job. They were put up in some tough sudden change uh, position uh, with some turnovers. They did a great job of keeping us in there. And then right before the half, in my opinion, the dagger happened. Uh, Julio Jones on a rainbow from Matt Ryan. In essence, one hands it because Luke Keekley has him covered tremendously well. It was a good. And, it was a good throw. Yeah, good throw and catch. And they get paid too. In the words of John Fox, they practice all correct. And uh, the seventeen nothing. And we just we just couldn't. wasn't our day. It wasn't our day. And we start pressing a little bit. We had some issues protecting them some because they're rushing the passer better right now, Atlanta. And it just wasn't our right. day. So we need to regroup quick. Because the Saints, they've already had their clunker of the year against Tampa. And so they went uh, uh, against uh, Atlanta. So they went to Tampa last week. Um, they did a great job. They won the game. Jameis threw some picks. Uh, and the Saints just, they won. And it's, uh, I, I'm, this is going to be a tough one, buddy. Because it's, um, it's rocking and rolling in Louisiana right now. All Saints all I the hate, time. And they feel I confident. I hate playing down there. I hate playing at New Orleans. Well, I don't not, I don't play there anymore. But <laughs> I hated playing there. It's loud. It's intimidating. It's a little bit crusty. No offense to New Orleans people like the stadium. You know, it's not some state-of-the-art situation. It's rough, man. Yeah, it's uh, it does get loud, and you probably never jumped off sides in that stadium. I would think. No, not one. No, not okay. me. Good. No, you We're must good. be thinking of somebody else. All right. Yeah, let's I, remember. I named a horse false start, and it was after a Saints game, and it was named. We already went over so that. Go ahead. The, I know, but I just wanted to. We're bring too it up high quality of a podcast to bring up these things over and over again. Hey, I while you were talking about. Matt Ryan punching you and pushing you in the chest and saying, damn, I looked up our Madden ratings. You ready? I guess. Okay. 2005. Okay. Way back then. Uh, you were a, where's the quarterback? At? You were an 88. I That's was an good. 89. Yep. I was an 89. Okay. So I was a, I was a Greg Olson and you were a Steve Smith. Okay. Right. All right. I'll take okay. it. Okay. 2000. I only looked up the three year span here. 2006. Jake DeLome, 88. Okay. Jordan Gross, 91. Oh, wow. Yeah. I was consistent, I get Jordan. Better. Yeah. I, I didn't hold back. That's the thing. No, but uh, no, 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 no. I did not hold yep. back. You held back that year. You know, I was that improving you, 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 still, Jake. Not okay. everybody had like five years to just be a backup and learn and get better. You know, some of us had six. to go in there. And Nobody. It's six. Nobody's counting. Whatever. All right, whatever. Okay, final one. Oh seven, and we could continue on. You ninety two, Jake Delome, ninety two. 
Jordan and Gross. you. Where am I at? Uh, Jake Delhomme. Oh, please the, be higher. Please be higher. Please be higher. I'm doing all this just for. I got it's I think, like a. I think it's a spreadsheet you, that I'm. No, I here. think you. There know I am. Ninety three. Oh my god. Ninety three. Okay. Oh. And I go on, but after that, pretty soon after that, like you left for greener pastures. Some not bad. Like our kids could be proud of their their dads getting in the nineties. You know. Listen, we 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 got in the nineties. That's uh. Well, I'm shocked. I, I really am shocked. I'll be honest with you. I'm shocked. All but right. It is what it is. All right. So Kyle Allen. I don't know what his rating is. I'll look it up as we're talking about him. But he got his first start in New Orleans last year. Big win to finish, you know, to finish the year. And the Saints were already in the playoffs and whatnot. So it wasn't a complete starting defense he was going against. Since then, he's had some highs. And, you know, last week may have been one of his lows. Talk to me, Jake. And I'll look up his Madden rating. Not that it matters, but I'm just curious. Uh, Talk to me about being a quarterback and having more games and more film for other defenses to watch and how that how that helps or gets you know makes things tougher as you as you continue to get more starts on your belt. Well, obviously the book is starting to be uh, starting to be written about you and there's there's different chapters in this book and wherever you're going to have any warts so to speak, they're going to attack those warts. And I just think the biggest thing with Kyle, they're going to try to get pressure as much as possible because um, a couple of the, the decisions last week was trying to um, trying to make something happen when it wasn't there. He was trying to throw one away um, and just didn't get it, didn't dirt it enough, to be honest with you. Throw it right in the dirt. Uh, so they're going to bring pressure. And I think you're going to see some type of coverage in the red zone. I think they want to make him make tight throws. Because two weeks in a row, there's been some red zone picks. So I could see the Saints um, trying to do maybe some coverage things with him, show him some type of blitz and then back out of it and get coverage and make it muddy for his vision because he's tried to force the last two weeks, um, and they've been some crucial turnovers inside the red zone. So, um, listen, they're going to come after us. They're going to try to come after us up front. They have a serious pass rush in New Orleans, and they're going to see um, kind of what Atlanta did last week. And we've been bat- we've been battling up front with injuries. Like Greg Little played last week because Dennis uh, Daly was out. And that's one thing I wanted to ask you, Jordan, is that, just health-wise, we're, we're late November. The body, you've been at it since August, you know, just banging. The body's starting to wear down. How tough is it physically, um, you know, for you to just stay, especially a battling position like offensive line, just banging constantly? How tough is it for these linemen? Because we're having guys kind of fit into different areas. And how was it for you trying to battle through? Was there ever a point in the season you said, oh, my gosh, I just, I'm running on fumes here? Yeah, that was usually like two days into training camp. Is when <laughs> yeah, I, but you had you went. Yeah, but you went against Julius every day. That I was know. different. You went against Julius. No, you know what, Jake? I think overall in the NFL, in the NFL, we're seeing a bit of the consequence of not having two a day practices anywhere in the pipeline anymore. You know, true two a day. So they're not in high school. They've been out of high school game for quite a while. They're not in college, uh, and they're not in the pros. And and. Obviously, the reps matter and the live looks, but your position, for example, you can get a lot of work out of no pads running seven on seven against the defense. Absolutely, yes. You you still see coverages, you know, whatever receivers can run routes at full speed against one another, minimal contact. But some positions and, you know, offensive and defensive line, most definitely, 
need that need that physicality, Jake. And I think I think that there's a, a good chance and there could be an argument for that the guys just aren't getting their bodies as accustomed to the pounding. I mean, honestly. And I think especially if you you're a rookie or a young guy and you're having to kind of experience the ferocious pounding that you can your body takes in a game man we're just having trouble holding up to it and and i don't know that there's science behind it but with the concussions and stuff too like you know i think your brain your everything has to get used to wearing a helmet you know and i okay go ahead on that front the whole cba that changed in 2011 and they changed the way practices could occur so i never went to training camp post this Pre, this new CBA. Every training camp I ever attended was always prior. So we had the two-a-days. We had the multiple two-a-days and things of that nature. Well, now, I don't think you can do that anymore. And I never went to camp. It, does that have something to do with it? I know they oh, want to say... it's way easier. Uh, okay. It's, yeah. It's that's way I've been, easier. I've been told, yes. I've been told it's so Jane Fonda, but... Right. No, think about the difference. It's, it's When you're doing live reps, it's still challenging, right? Don't get me wrong. So there is hitting and there's all that stuff. But think about, it. okay, my first camp in 03, when you and I got to Carolina together, it was the defensive line was Mike Rucker, Al Wallace, Shane Burton, Chris Jenkins, Brinson Buckner, uh, Julius Peppers, Kemp Rasmussen, like ta- a talented defense. You know, the linebackers were, were Dan Morgan and Will Witherspoon and um, – Favors, Mark and Fields, good yeah, Greg yeah, Mark Favors, Fields, yeah, right, good, good players. Kavika Pittman, oh my gosh, yeah, we were loaded. Right, right, we would do a nine fifteen practice, right, full pads, yep. and then at three twenty we would do another padded practice, right. So, and I and yeah. we would do live reps, one on one run blocking, one on one passing, and I'm not saying that that's better for the health of the player, but there's definitely a development consequence of not getting that many live pass reps, live run blocking reps, fitting up on linebackers, backside cutoffs, all that stuff. But also, I remember like when we first start camp for the first three days, my neck would hurt because you're having to get used <laughs> to holding the helmet and like hitting hitting people with your head. You know, run blocking and engaging. Like, your neck was just so sore. So, I, it's challenging. You talk to offensive line coaches, and that's it, man. It's like, it's it's harder to develop players. And I think the game, you know, you, maybe that's where some of the injuries are from, is just the, the, the game day demands have not changed, but the prep work has. And it's nothing against any of the current players. It's just the system's different. So, I think we're going to see more dings um, the way this is now. I don't know. Yeah, well, that's kind of what I've been told from ex-players and linemen and things of that nature. Now, they prefer, they enjoy it. They don't get beat as much. But you remember Coach Fox would always say, listen, you have to break down your body. He said, I know when I'm going to get to that certain point when I can start to back off of you. And I think there's something to be said for that coming from a quarterback who gets hit. Never. (laughs) No, that's right. All right. Last thing I want from you is you you gave a little synopsis about the Saints game and and go more into depth with that if you'd like. But I know that this is a big travel destination for a lot of Panther fans because it's a festive town to say the least. Give me give me the the Jake Delone synopsis of what to expect with a weekend in New Orleans and any suggestions you have for folks. 
Well, a lot of good food. You're probably going to have some headaches because I have a feeling people will, will partake in a beverage or two just because of the whole, <laughs> you know, the whole atmosphere in New Orleans. They're going to drink a hurricane and it's, um, you know, it's you drink one, you feel invincible. You, you drink you drink two, you're absolutely miserable. So it's um, you're going to have a, a lot of that by the fans. But listen, the good food, the restaurants, the good time, the beignets, everything about it. It's a unique um New Orleans is unique. There's no other way to uh, put it. The jazz music, all the different little dive bars. It's uh, it's a great deal of fun. And uh, hopefully our players are not partaking in any of that, which I don't think they will be because we have curfew and things of that nature. But uh, it's a fun maybe time. A celeb- it's going to, it's a, maybe so a, celebratory, maybe a, a celebratory hurricane. How about that? After that, they that feel would invincible. Be ab- that would be awesome. And look, that could do wonders <laughs> for this football team because it's a division game. I mean, anything can happen. We And we're going to go out and we're going to try to play our best football, and we're going to have to because that quarterback on that other team, um, you know, he, he does okay. He's all right. Yeah, what do you think about Drew Brees? He's almost as old as you, and he's still kicking butt. Yeah, it's 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 sickening. It's absolutely sickening. He he's uh, maniacal in the way he takes care of his body. And the thing about Drew Brees, and this is what people have to understand, I can vividly remember in 2008, last game of the season, they weren't playing for anything, and if uh, we were already in the playoffs. But if we beat them, we were going to have a pop and uh, and win the division and all that. So we're driving down to win the game. It's like a minute 30 left or whatever it may be, and they were. They had used up their timeouts, and we were somewhat in John Casey's field goal range. But if we got one more first down, then we could have just kind of, in essence, put the ball where John wanted, kicked the field goal with no time left, game over. Drew doesn't get the ball back. Because the last thing you want to do is score too soon for Drew. We ran a play called 137 choice, okay? And it was a, you know, it was a play-action pass to the left-hand side. Brad Hoover in the flat, Hussein Muhammad on a curl, Gary Bornage running a corner route. Well, I knew they were coming with pressure. So I'm either going to hit Hoover in the flat for the first or I'm going to bang Moose on the curl. Well, as I'm right when I'm watching, I'm seeing, I'm doing my snap count and I'm like, man, they're coming and they're too close. Bornage might run by this guy on the corner route. Then in my head, I'm like, well, you can't throw it if he's wide open. What if he scores and Drew gets the ball back with a minute left? We might be in trouble. That's the that's the crazy thing about New Orleans and Drew Brees. We wanted to make sure we won the game, but we got to make sure we don't give him enough time to come down on us. And sure enough, I throw it to Moose. We get the first down. Gary Bornage is running wide open to the corner out. And he came back, and he's a young guy, and he goes, Jake, the guy whiffed at the line. Nobody was on me. I said, I understand. I said, but Drew's on the sideline. I said, we cannot give him the ball back. I said, because he's too dangerous. And he looked at me kind of puzzled. And after a little bit, he after the, we won, we kicked. And he goes, okay, I guess I think I know what you mean. I said, yeah, we just can't give it back. I mean, that's that's what I think of when I think of Drew Brees and the New Orleans Saints. Is that terrible? You don't want to no, throw a it, touchdown pass because you want to make sure he doesn't get the ball back? That must have been the year you had a 92 rating on Madden because you were that kind of a quarterback, Jake. <laughs> Your awareness oh, was a 99. Gosh. Hey, Kyle hey, Allen. All right. Here it is. Kyle Allen's rating. This is my sign off. All right. Kyle Allen's rating right now on Madden. Let's see. Is a 65. 
All right. Does it change Room? weekly? Does this yeah, does it change weekly? I don't. Oh, it does. Okay. Yeah, there's ratings adjusters that okay. it'll go up and he started the year at a 49, so he's really improved. All right, and let's see if we can't get that up a little higher. So, hey, stay away from the hurricanes. You know what? Actually, have hurricanes in the pest box. I think that would be awesome. Have hurricanes in there for you and Mick and Zoak, and we'll see how much fun you can have on the broadcast. All right, buddy. Well, if I if I do have one hurricane, I'm I'll be okay. But if I would have two, I'd probably put Mixon in a headlock. Uh, yeah, you know, do it. Even, uh, you know, yeah, I don't know. That's don't good know radio. That's good radio. Do that. All right. Good luck, okay, man. I'll have fun it. out there. All right. Sounds good. Take care. Go Panthers. Wow. <laughs>